Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. It is 3.13 a.m. Monday the 25th, and I just wrapped up uh, a, a good podcast with my longtime friend, Anthony. Uh, a lot of you are probably familiar with Anthony already, but for those of you who are not, he is uh, somebody that I met through MMA years ago in Jackson. He's a professional fighter, uh, bartender, and uh, one of my best friends. And this has been a long time coming. We've been wanting to do a podcast now for quite some time, and I finally got the equipment around to do it, and we made it happen. Albeit it was in the middle of the night, but hey, gotta do what you gotta do. So it was a fun, uh, it was a fun podcast. We covered a lot of different, a lot of different topics, you know, just shooting the shit like we usually do. It's no different than any, any other day, but I'm super excited now that I have another microphone to be able to interview people for these podcasts. This is, uh, a new element to this podcast that has been long overdue. I can only talk by myself for so long before I even get bored hearing myself talk. So I'm excited to uh, have some more people on and to uh, just see where this thing goes. I mean, it's like I said before, I think every person has an interesting story to tell, you know, so. I'm going to try to get that story out of every person that I have on here. But uh, enough with all that. Again, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast, to show me support, and uh, give me all the good feedback that I've been getting. It's been, uh, it's been awesome. So I really appreciate that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this. about mm-hmm. goddamn time bro yeah. <laughs> we've been talking about this for a fucking minute bro this has been years in the fucking making man like i don't know i mean fuck we've been we talked about do doing something. we talked about doing like youtube episodes mm-hmm. back at jack's mma i know when i got down here we talked about doing the actual podcast i know we fucking that was what three years ago Dog, we are absolute pro procrastinators, dog. We put the pro in it. <laughs> but yeah, man. I'm Me for fuck. sure. I mean, I might as well. That's why I just ended up buying the fucking mic. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it, you know, and fucking. Yeah. I need to get an external. Yeah. Well, you're about to have one, though. Yeah. I know, dude. I'm so glad I got that cam. Because, so everything's been sold out. Amazon had. What was it? They had the Logitech. They had one camera that was, man, which one was it? I don't remember. But anyway, I've been wanting the Logitech Stream Cam. Everyone's saying, like, the Stream Cam's the best one. I was like, all right, I'm going to gun for it. So I've been looking, like, every few days, bro. And uh, finally, this past, I think it was last night. I ordered it last night, yeah. But um, they... They taxed it, bro. It sits at like 150 and I pay, or the, I think it sits at 150 or 160 
and I ended up paying like two twenty total. But no, I mean all the streaming stuff is through the roof. I was just looking at all the parts for computers and stuff because you know I want to upgrade my shit, and it's just the prices are lower though than they were like a year or two years ago. Yeah, like way lower. I wonder why. Because the demand isn't as much like for all the Bitcoin stuff. I mean, GPU oh, prices go through the that. roof, dog. Like that GPU I got. The first one was like, I don't know, it was 150, 180 bucks, and it was outdated as shit then. Yeah. You know, the new one's out. I mean, there's shit. There's GPUs out right now, like $2,200, 3K for a fucking graphics card. But I mean, that's your, if you have the money to spend, especially, bro, if you have an old computer or something, like, that's all you do. I mean, why not? Yeah. You know, I can see why people would. I mean, I would love to. I just can't. <laughs> we are fucking gaming nerds, bro. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't fucking think back to a time when I wasn't gaming. I mean, I'm sure it's the same with you, but... Like, I can't. I mean, uh, ever since I was little, you know, my grandma had the, the Super Nintendo. So I remember playing that, and then when I went to... I hung out with my cousin a lot when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Over at my aunt's house and stuff, and he had the same thing. So she had some older games, but he had that. So then he got an N64. My best friend got an N64. I didn't have one personally, but I was over at their houses 24-7 anyway. No. So just literally played as much N64 <laughs> as anybody. Um, but yeah, I, I, there's never really been a time I've even taken a break from video games outside of that past year when I was like, I have to put the yeah. games aside so I can focus on training, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's what you do when you have nothing to do. I know. I don't, I don't watch TV, you know? No. I don't watch any TV. Um, I watch Twitch, like Twitch yeah. streamers, you know? That's, I that's do it. now. Yeah. I, not until I started streaming. Actually, not until you started streaming. No. Um, what was that, two years ago? Two-ish, Something three? like that, yeah. I remember popping into some streams and seeing, like, what everybody was doing, just so I could understand what you were doing. Yeah. But then... um. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll watch now. Now that I've started streaming, I like to see how people. It's nice. Set know. stuff up. It's cool. You see, all, like people get so creative with their streams. They have like things that you wouldn't even think of. Like I'll pop into random people's streams of games that I don't even necessarily play. Yeah. And I'll see how they do their stuff. They have all this cool stuff set up. I'm like, man, like that's dope. Yeah. You know, like I went in today and created a Discord. But, <clears throat> oh, that's work. That's everybody, a lot of work. Everybody says that. Yeah. I'm not ready but yeah yeah I, everybody's like asking me to join all the time and i don't know what exactly it even involves i'm just like that's not a it's um just a a way to communicate like to go into a voice chat you know like whatsapp or something like mm-hmm. that but you can set it up to where like for my discord you can go in and find people who are playing a specific game if you need to find call of duty squad members like you can go into the call, call of duty squad member i'm looking to play duos trios quads whatever okay. Looking for a group, hop in. You can share your streams, share memes, like all that kind of stuff. It's like a community, a place that people that follow your stream can like go in and hang out. And they'll get notified when you go live. Um, they can find other people to play with, to stream with, all that kind of stuff. Interesting. Yeah, you're going to want one eventually. So, like Xbox has the option. <clears throat> sorry, we have the option to where you can go uh, put looking for group. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yep. Or you remember seeing that? So yeah, I used it for PUBG all the time. I would assume that's probably like the same idea. 
Yeah, in, in a way, yes, yes. Does it like, send notifications? Like, let's say I joined yours. Would I have to be live on it, or would it send me a notification? You know what I'm saying? No, you would join it. It's like a room, like a chat room. Remember how you okay, enter so a chat okay. room? So Goose has like entered, you know, okay. whatever. And uh, you can pick a bunch of subcategories that you want to go to, a bunch of sub rooms that you want to go to, and you'll say you're looking for a group under Call of Duty, and you're looking to play trios. You hop in there. Hey, who's wanting to play? Whoever responds, all right, let's move over to game room one. The three of us can play through voice Interesting. chat. Yeah, Interesting. It's really convenient. That's what I use for Escape from Tarkov. So I wonder, like with the streaming, mm-hmm. I can't hear PlayStation players on my stream. If I were to have mm-hmm. an external mic, Discord would be the way to go. 100% the way to go. Interesting. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. I got a bunch of people who are... All on PlayStation. Because it makes Friendos sense. Friendo's one, bro. Oh, yeah. I got to get Friendo up. Of course, you mm-hmm. got to. And it's convenient because, like, you can use push to talk and stuff. So you can talk in the mic like we are now. Let me pause that, you know, like, uh, if, or I'm talking with the squads. Let me pause that so I can address chat, you know, right. because people don't want to constantly hear you talking to chat yeah. and stuff. It gets, it gets annoying uh, at times, you know, because as a streamer, as a content creator, you're constantly talking. Yep. You know, it's like you don't shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And that can be annoying. Although some people play like that, some people don't, you know. There's a lot. I've actually, like, been surprised at how many people don't. But then again, <clears throat> when I watch the the bigger name streamers or the, or the streamers with the more following, I guess, the bigger followings, mm-hmm. you know, those people are constantly talking. I guess I do awesome. it anyway. Yeah. Like, when I'm on Xbox, it's like hanging out to me, I guess. Yeah. So I just talk nonstop anyway, but... Especially with we, when we play with who we're playing with, you know? Yeah, yeah, It's easy. Closer friends and people. Yeah, I don't know. Closer. Yeah. But that's fun. I always have a group. I don't really ever play solo. I'm not on a line alone. And even if I am, if I have to run solo, like, I'm playing solos today. Yeah. Somebody's online where I'll just hop in their chat anyway, and they're playing RPG or something else. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, just always have dialogue makes it easy for content creation you know yeah but um that was like the first game you ever remember playing honestly it was probably super mario brothers on the super nintendo yeah throwback hell yeah man like the very first level where you got Mm -hmm. what you start and there's like the five bricks with two above i don't remember but it's like brick 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 you got the little question mark blocks in the middle of them yeah it's used all the time mm-hmm. but you got the little goombas running under yeah that that has to be my first one maybe if not that it might be tecmo super bowl on the sega i don't remember i think that was on the sega yeah know. so it was either those or sonic sonic's a classic man Dog. I remember the. F- I can't remember the name of the game of the first game I played. It was on the old Nintendo, on the NES, like the old school Nintendo. And I, I still to this day can't remember the name of what the hell that game was. But you ran around and you shot people, and it was like, <laughs> it was like the futuristic seventies. It was yeah. like the setting of the game. It was like something like somebody took a seventies movie and like tried to make the future out of it, dog. <laughs> and um, I thought it was the coolest shit ever. I'm like, I this mean, is amazing. Everything back then. That's when they made it futuristic. It's like, yeah. That's not what's actually going to happen. No, not, <laughs> not at all. It's all like super robotic, like blocky 8-bit still, but oh, I don't yeah. know, yeah. Not, oh. not what it became. 
I gotta taste that tequila on that one. Goose is uh, that's the goal. A a bartender, so um, I have the luxury of having him make me good mixed drinks when I decide I want to drink. Look at that. <laughs> you know. never go wrong. Uh, so you can go wrong. But. Yeah, well, sure, I'm sure. So why bartending? Like, what what is it about bartending that like appeals to you? Bro, I like drinking. So <laughs> I wanted to learn. That, you know, that's the truth. That's the I truth. I definitely like drinking. So, um, yeah, I think I always, you know, it's not that I wanted to be a bartender. I guess, like growing up, I wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna be a bartender. But uh, I think part of it was when I started serving, especially mm-hmm. well, working in a restaurant in general, because <clears throat> I didn't start out serving. I started back in the kitchen. Um. A long time ago, so I've never actually cooked at a restaurant. Never really thought about that. Yeah. But I go back. I've always just done everything anyway. I've tried, I mm-hmm. guess. So like, I can cook anything on our menu now. But uh, I guess part of it was when I started serving, it's just when you have the bartenders, they just control. They have a little more control. Uh, they acquire a different kind of attention mm-hmm. naturally it just kind of happens everybody has their eyes on the bartender they need you know you need drinks from the bartender i can't as a server go back and make my drink so i have to holler at this guy but the way that bartender handles everything and i was blessed to have a really really cool bartender at my first job he helped me out a lot um just knowing drinks understanding restaurant life in general which was super helpful he had a lot of advice um but like they just he held it down, you know, um, held his own bar. His guests come first. Um, as most restaurants would tell you, no, your servers come first, then your guests. And I was always like, you know, that makes sense, I guess. But no, he was like, absolutely not. Your guests come first. Those are your guests. That's your pocket. You know, make them proud of you. Don't matter what corporate tells you. Like, you know, so I don't know. It was just cool. It was cool to see somebody mixing all the drinks together, remembering all the drinks. I have the worst memory in the world. <laughs> But naturally, you know, I can remember how to make a lot of drinks yeah. and shit like that. So that's like rep- I, uh, as with anything, I'd assume with the repetition of it, you know, you kind of yeah. remember 100%. everything. You know, hundred percent. I mean, you have uh, most restaurants have their own like restaurant specific specials. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever, we have our own anyway. But um, you know, to remember how to make a, I don't know, whatever a Manhattan and a. All these other things you hear, all these names. I remember, like when I first was going to bars, hearing so many different names of different um, drinks, and of course you always hear it in the movies and everything like that. And uh, I'm like, man, how do they just know? There's, I've heard so many things, but you know, that repetition comes in, and you're just like, oh well, no. here it is. I don't know, figure it out. No, well, it's I mean, natural. It's practice, as with anything. It's like when you walk into the gym, you're like. You didn't know how to do none of that shit, but with enough practice, you learn how to throw a jab, you know, cross, kind of. kick, kind of. I can wrestle a little bit. I can get jabbed. I don't <laughs> yeah, know about throwing one. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it. You know? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the people that are listening know that we've been training together for years. We're both from the same hometown, you know, and, uh, but, like, what... Mm-hmm. When you seen MMA or martial arts, like what was your first experience with something 
like that, like fighting or martial arts? Like, what do you recall? So when I was younger, I wanted to box. The only time my family got together with other families for parties mm-hmm. was birthday parties for the kids. Um, man, we really didn't. Yeah, like as a family, we didn't do much. I mean, I was always out doing whatever, but as a family, you know, we, we'd go to the, the birthday parties for family, friends, you know, kids, stuff like that. But I remember vividly the Tyson-Holyfield fight. Hell yeah. It was probably my, the time of my life. Oh, and New Year's. We would get to go to New Year's. But anyways, that Tyson-Holyfield fight was, it, it was crazy to me. When I was younger, you know, we're all having our sparkling juices while everybody's mm-hmm. having their whatever. And um, I just remember the, all the adults just went crazy over the ear getting bit off. And I just didn't understand yeah. it. I didn't understand that he actually got his ear bit off. So when they finally, like, panned the camera to the ear in the ring, I, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's real. Like, he bit the ear off. Oh, shit. But I do remember, like, that was the only time we got together with other families was you know, big boxing matches and Tyson was huge back then. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, Tyson fights. We would always go hang out and it was the, it was a blast, man. We had a few different families and all that. Um, so I always told my stepdad, Hey man, I want to box. I want to box. I want to box. Let me do boxing lessons. I don't think I understood that it would have actually taken some focus and some mm-hmm. time and everything. I just wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always really appreciated the art of it before I even understood it. And I remember like, uh, I don't remember the games, but on the Xbox, I want to say there were fight nights. I think so. I think it was the fight night, the boxing games. Round two, round three. I'm pretty sure. So I had like Mike Tyson's punch out long ago, Mm -hmm. playing just whatever. But when those games came out, I loved learning how to like lean and like play and you could really play with other people's stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I just always wanted to, but once I saw MMA, I thought they were crazy. Yeah. I, I thought it was wild. Yeah. I had no I had no intention of fighting that way. Like, not at all. And it took me a while. Not till Liddell's days, really. Liddell and Tito. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch all even the ones before that yeah. where they're doing even crazier shit. That shit was wild back in the early UFCs, man. Yeah. Like, like the headbutts and all that. Bro. I mean, I, I don't mind at all. Looking at it now, you know, those rules make sense to me. Yeah, you fight within the rule set that you have, yeah. you know? I mean, you're going to make it work one way or another, you know? I'm trying to win. Shit, you know? So. I, was, I was just watching an interview uh, with, um, oh, Jesus, what's his name? I can't believe I can't forget his name right now. Or uh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, he fought down in Brazil and won by squeezing the guy's testicles. He fought in pride and shit. Oh, yeah, um, I do remember. He has really bad CTE and head trauma. He's kickboxed a bunch, K1. Yeah. I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. I can't think of his name either. Um, But he's had some very notable wins. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, I remember that. I was just looking at that. I think with Chad, we were laughing over it, like, probably a few months ago now. But this shit's wild, man. Dog, Tyson's coming back, bro. Hopefully. I know he says maybe and stuff, but he's looking lean right now. I was just watching a video of him earlier. He was uh, with, like stretching or something with Vitor Belfort. Oh, and, shit. Yeah, it was somewhere. Um, and he's looking lean, man. Still got hand speed, too. He's not like His stiff. speed is still there. Yeah, he's not like stiff. Like, you know, there's this weird, you can see it in people who have aged, spe- specifically athletes and uh, fighters. It's just 
they, they don't have the snap. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. he still had the snap. It was like, that, 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 that. you know, like, he was throwing combinations. You know, it's weird you say that because I never really thought about it like that. But then the muscle memory of that too is so fast. Well, mm. I shouldn't say that. It probably depends on every person in every situation. But like seemingly that athlete's muscle memory, when they've done it, you know, a lot, someone who's actually worked on their craft for a long yeah. time, man, that stuff comes back quick. You yep. know? Maybe not reflex it, reflexes and all that, but no. like, usually like even punchers, you know, that snap is. You can still see very old people like, Still, there was that video of that old guy uh, cracking the bag, man. He was probably in his 60s, 70s, probably more so 70s. And he was, still had that snap. His shoulders were loose, you know? Yeah, man. And he was cracking the bag. I'm like, without gloves on or nothing. I'm like, that's, that's, that's dope, man. I wonder what I'm going to... I don't know if I'll make it that old. <laughs> I, I just wonder, like, how the hell? I don't want to... We're about to be in. fucked up when we're old, man. Mm-hmm. Our body's already wrecked now. <clears throat> I already hurt. Yeah. Stupid. Posture's wrecked. Yeah, look at the way I'm sitting. I know. <laughs> I got a knee up, cross my chair, I'm lean sideways. <laughs> I'm like halfway lean back. Fuck it. You know. You know, I mean it's just we did what we wanted to do, you know. It's yeah. I mean I wonder, you know, I do think about this though. I wish I'd have done even more of what I wanted to do now. From, yeah. like, younger years and shit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I wonder if in, like, 20 or 30 years, I'm going to have, like, that retrospective, like, what was I doing? You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe. It's was that the say. way to go? Or should I have fucking mine Bitcoin? Like, I wonder how I'm going to feel when I'm older. You know? Like, yeah. I just don't know. I mean, fuck. We live life how, how we know how to live it. There's no blueprint for this yeah. shit. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, shit. Like in this very moment, everything we've done in life has put us in this position, and it's gone exactly how it was supposed to go. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. There's no rhyme or reason in my in my opinion. There's no rhyme or reason to anything. You know, it's just like do the best that you can with the decisions that you you make, and yeah. you deal with what life gives you. Pretty much. So if that means I'm going to be a crippled ass old man, then <laughs> <laughs> so be it. God damn it! And I'm a crippled ass old man. <laughs> I think. I mean, I don't really, I've always kind of lived that way, though. I've taken opportunities as they've came. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. Obviously, working to open other doors. But I've been really lucky, man. I've had a lot of cool opportunities kind of fall in my lap, even when I was younger mm-hmm. and probably couldn't have created opportunities. They were like yeah. there. You know, like training dogs when I was younger was, you know, who does that? Yeah. That's a kind of cool little skill to have that yeah. most people probably don't, you know? Yeah, it taught me communication for sure. Even though I was like working with dogs, I had to communicate with other with dog parents, with the dog dog parent, the parental dog whatever. owners, the people who own the damn dogs, the dog owners, <laughs> the parent, the parentals. I don't fucking know. Um, man. Yeah, the dog owners like how to talk to their dog. So you yeah. had to, and people teach differently. So I had to teach them how to teach. It was it was wild, oh, and so I was nine cool. years old. Okay. So you had to learn you you had to learn how to communicate to them how to communicate to their dog yeah you know and that's that's an interesting skill to learn as and a kid. people have their own animal uh tendencies like yeah. some people are just scared of dogs my brother is a hundred percent deathly afraid mm-hmm. of all dogs it can be the smallest cutest nicest doesn't bark dog in the entire world and he's like nope I don't I just I'm nervous 
takes yeah. them a long time. Um, which is ironic now that they have like this big beefy pit bull. I know that's funny. And that thing is, oh man, I know I met he's it. So cute. Yeah, he's, um, he's a cute dog. But yeah, like, and some people grow up where they've never had to be afraid of dogs. They've always had nicer dogs around them, you know, or yeah. whatever the case may be. Um, I love dogs. Don't really like cats. But like everybody has all these different animal, you know, maybe they were never taught to treat animals nicely, you know. So you, teaching these pet owners was crazy. And I'm like nine, ten years old. I think I was like probably nine through 12 when I was doing all this. And I'm teaching other people who just adopted these dogs how to like teach like, I don't know, like I'm their psychologist talking about like, hey, this is your kid now. <laughs> Be nice to your kid. Yeah. Like, I don't know, whatever, but how to like uh discipline and you know, all these other things. Then you also have the personality of each dog or mm-hmm. each animal. So then that plays it was it was it was pretty crazy. It was kind of cool yeah. to learn all that, but it definitely helped my communication skills. Well, I mean, that's a, a unique skill for a kid to learn. You know, you don't see a whole lot of kids having to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, so I mean it as it Obviously, it translates into your adult life because now you're working a, a, a job where you're interacting with people, communicating. <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah, true. Communication was kind of just the route for me, huh? Fuck. Yeah. It makes sense. You're, you, you're a personable person, you know, so it's easy for you to go into a crowd of people and fucking yeah. you have no issue with it, you know? I really feed off it. I like the energy of crowds, yeah. man. Me too, man. Honestly, <clears throat> I like I used to be very. I mean, I still am to a degree, but like just not really trying to be in crowds. But now, like, I, it's I thrive in that, man. It's nice because yeah. that energy that what you were just speaking on the energy. There's something to be said about that. You know, mm-hmm. you just go in there. It's like you feel alive. You're meeting new people, having like stimulating conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and like. Being able to control that room. I think that's what, like, going back to the bartending thing, man. You kind of control that atmosphere. Hey, my bar's getting too rowdy. You don't want to just look at your guests and be like, hey, shh, calm down. Yeah. You know, you just got to find ways to, like, control that. It's kind of cool. But, I mean, that comes with fighting, too. Mm-hmm. Take the cage. What's the energy? You want the crowd going to be excited for this? You want, you know, a quick, hype, fast fight? You want to walk in, look calm, look cool? technical yeah. like i don't know it's kind of all it's weird how that plays but yeah it just depends there's so many like when it comes to fighting in terms of like the crowd it, it's mma fans are a different breed man <laughs> yeah like fuck especially your local ones i know your local people who are just coming to support dog they don't know i didn't no. know when i first went on shows you know no clue and I would just get hyped because people around me were hyped. <laughs> like, it didn't let's ma- fucking go. They might not even be fighting. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Oh that's my what, god. That's what that energy brings, you know. I miss the fucking MMA scene in Michigan. How it was. We're never oh gonna experience that again. God. It's we're never. It's, we're not gonna experience that. The closest we came, I think, in my opinion, <clears throat> to that was when we went to New Orleans. That's fair. Yeah. That was the last time I felt that same kind of nostalgia. Like even when we go home now and you're fighting and stuff, it's not the same. No, it seems more professional. Yeah, and I hate fam- that. Yeah, there's familiar faces, I hate but it, man. it's just like it's not the same. No, it wasn't. That shit used to be wild. 
And I loved it. We can't even, it's hard to even articulate that to people, you know? And it's probably like the same for people like Mike Brown and shit when they fought back in the day. I can't imagine imagine that experience or like how Q NHB days, like imagine that. Literally just like, but there wasn't even really crowds then. Like the shows weren't as big. That is true. So I don't know. Like 30 people in there. Yeah. (laughs) So was it still as crazy and exciting? I'm sure as the fighter, like when you're just around, like. Was it like racks, man? Fucking fighting in racks. You're surrounded by people. People tell me all the time, still like to this day, they're like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure I've seen you at racks. Fight at racks sports bar." I'm like, "Yeah, that was yeah." Yeah. That was such an intimate venue because you were literally next to everybody. It seemed huge. It it did, but you were just there was so many people in there. Oh, I know. I wonder how many people we had in there. Like it was seven hundred was the max. We I definitely had that at a few, show, yeah, a few a shows couple. at least. We definitely had over a thousand. Which is crazy. I know, that's fucking But nuts. Joe was always nervous, bro. <laughs> like, I know. We're going to go over Max Q's. Sell the tickets. Sell, <laughs> sell the fucking tickets. Fuck it. <laughs> like, all right, Q. Oh, no. man. What a coach to come up under, though, man. Yeah. Like, looking back, being as naive as i was you know it's just like you didn't really understand at the time you know we just knew this was our coach but thinking back i didn't really understand the reach quincy had in terms of the like as the martial arts community as a whole like till he passed dogs so many people know him and and have trained with him and you know and and everything i didn't really understand it because we were in such a small bubble in jackson yeah you know what i mean well yes but, like, especially 2014, when we started really venturing out and mm-hmm. going to all these other venues and making sure we... I mean, I didn't miss shows, generally. Yeah. MMA showed me again that the world was bigger than Jackson. Oh, yeah. Because when I was in high school, I remember, like, when I was younger and stuff, like, traveled, going, getting the dogs and stuff. But you just travel there, you come home. Yeah. That was it. Even in high school, I didn't really, like, venture out too far. You know, maybe it was around Jackson County. Yeah. Like, oh, it's bigger than... Jackson, you know, the city of Jackson. When MMA began, you know, we're going to Lansing twice a week to go do this. And Joe made it real because we'd always go to like a restaurant or something. So then maybe we'd Mm -hmm. make a little veer off and stop in a podunk town because you've heard of it. And then we go to Lansing and watch the fight. So I don't know. Yeah, that that place is a... No one thinks of outside of it. It's crazy. I remember my like first real eye-opening moment being outside is when I went out to California, and I got to train at Alliance and a few of the other gyms out there. I'm like, holy fuck, man! Yeah. There's levels to this shit, you know. And um, I mean, again, hats off to Quincy and our training partners because like I went to Alliance, and of course those guys were so much better than me. But I was able, I was at a level of understanding where I could. You know, not be a dead body on the floor. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was able to go there and be like, okay, I can absorb knowledge from you guys. You know, and it was like I got to see high level training, and then I went to just some even the little grappling schools there and shit. You know, it was like it was such a fresh perspective. Yeah. You know, I'm like, wow, like this is uh, there's just a lot more to it than. Even the gyms we travel to in outside of Jackson, within Michigan, you know, yeah. it's still, we're only to a certain level. You know what I mean? It's fair. It's just in, like Michigan as a whole, as a state, there's really no, we have what? 
two gyms there, maybe two gyms that are like top tier gyms. We got Michigan top team and uh, SFS. Yeah, top team SFS. And obviously stars, Mercy. of course. Um, but I'm talking about fighters that got put into big shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like developed. You know, where's Jamal from? Can't remember that gym. I don't know. He's fighting yeah. a guy from Creek. Yeah. The guy he's fighting from <clears throat> is good, man. I don't know. Matt's, Matt might be going. I'm like, man. It's going to be know. a tough fight for Jamal. It's a tough fight for both of them, man. Oh, I know. Jamal's Stylistically, no, yeah. this is a tough fight altogether. Yeah, Jamal's no no, no slouch, man. But that dude, Plus, when he's like, having fun, man, he's good. Yeah. And he's he's on he's having a blast right now, so. Hey, man, that's having that confidence and the freedom is an advantage in and of itself, man. I think like you loose. hear that most in sports, but can't connect it until you talk to people who are like making music. So like they're, um, uh, what's the word? When you have, uh, oh dear Lord, when you're signed, your record label. So yeah. when your label comes out and says, hey man, we got to put out this many albums, you sign the contract and then you fall into like a, man, I don't really want to put an album out. Then you always hear that. You know, these artists have a really time struggling to write something new. That's when their music fell off. I think it's hard to remember fighters are artists. And you're, you know, when you're feeling like you have to fight or you need to fight type of deal, mm -hmm. sometimes you don't make that, that same art when you're having fun and you're loose and you're doing yeah, your thing. Yeah, it's different. Fucking feels good. Yeah, man. I've only had a handful of times <clears throat> in a fight where I was completely free. Same. It's a, such a profound feeling, you know, where you're just like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to try this. I'm going to try that. We're going to do this. I shouldn't say that. I've had a lot, especially back home when we were amateurs and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's rack sports bar, you know, like there was a lot of fights as an amateur. I just, I was like, I'm going to win. How are we going to win it? Like, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, But there's definitely been a lot where it's like. Oh, I have to win this. I have to win this. I have to win this. And man, that just makes it so much more. It's not a fun feeling. No. And sometimes it works out really well, you know, quick finish, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. But even, you know, it's relaxing after. But even even afterwards, you look back and you're like, man, like, should have just relaxed. I have, I have fun with my fights now. Yeah. Um, you know, the last fight, I was, I was in great spirits. But, I mean, that one ended quick. But, like. You feel that stuff, man. It's just a different rhythm in your own body. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Different momentum you get in your life. That, that fucking zone, man. That's yeah. just... There's, there's nothing like it. Especially when you're in a fight and you see everything. Mm -hmm. You're not yeah. just reacting. You're just like, all right, I'm fucking... This is what's coming. This is what I'm going to do. You know, it's just... You can actually not think. It's like um, you're existing... In that moment, yeah, you understand everything that's happening. It's just taking it as it comes, yeah, and you are able to execute, perform. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a that's a wonderful feeling. I think the last time I felt that, probably my second pro fight, actually. Yeah, I was like, all right. Yeah, just do it. Like, all right, I'm going to knock you out now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, it was weird. But yeah, man, I mean, fuck. It's, it's fighting such an interesting, such an interesting thing. Most people have no idea what it's like to get into a physical confrontation, let, let alone an actual, like, fist fight. Yeah, man. You know? 
lot of people are really afraid of it. Imagine that, man. Like, I, I, I think about this often. Like, I couldn't imagine what it's like now before I knew how to, uh, to fight. Like, what was it? My, my mentality? Anger. Well, for me, it would be, it was fear, you know? Like, I don't want somebody to hurt me. Fair, yeah. You know? And I have to, I have to think, you know, and that too, a lot of people get very angry. But most people have this inflated sense of ability in their, in their skills of, of fighting. It's wild, man. Like, such blind confidence. I mean. That's wild. I don't know. I guess when I was younger, you know, I could beat everybody up in my mind. Yeah. And I couldn't no. even come close. I lost everything I ever yeah. fought when I was younger. <laughs> I, was, I was like four foot eleven with some just getting swishy up. Justin Bieber here trying to fight people. I don't know what I was um, doing. I won very little, but you don't really win. There was no like winning and losing. There's no like like what are you winning? Like I guess it just ends. Yeah, you know? that happened a lot. You're like all right, this is just over and out. Yeah. But you can always say, oh, I won. I landed I, I landed the one harder hit, even though he hit me nine, nine times. Even now. Look at the like, judging now. Yeah. And one hard hit, and, uh, you know, how did the judges take that compared to 99 jabs? It's bro, interesting. It's wild, man. There's no real way to set that, though. Like, judging is just its own. It's, it's that. You're judging. You're judging it for yourself. There's no real criteria in fighting. Like you are just fighting, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, with when when it comes to judging, though, there's some things that they could do, uh, to to help make it better. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of issues. That's for sure. Yeah, we need fighters or something similar as judges, and probably more judges too. Maybe five yeah. per fight or more. But these are. This is people's livelihood that's and then at the same time, like, do you change that per promotion? So if I go fight for, you know, um whatever one, I think one actually has their own system, maybe. Maybe I'm changing crazy. But like let's say I fight for Bellator or UFC, right? Yeah. Does Bellator have its own judges? You can't really, it's, it's still state sanctioned too. So whatever, you have all these judges. Do you take a certain um, criteria for Bellator and then UFC has their own criteria? Or do you just take Nevada's athletic commission on this is what they're going to do? Yeah. Such a weird, like, there's just so many mm-hmm. variables to that really altogether. It really is. You know, even but they could learn a lot from boxing for sure. At the same time, we're getting a full commission together. Really, that's up to us, though, as fighters. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not It'll sure. Happen. I'm not sure so how that's going to work. Yeah, it, like, even with the whole union thing, like, it's weird, man, because, like, fighting is so selfish, mm-hmm. you know? So it's really hard to get fighters to come together, you know, because this is their livelihood. We don't make shit. Look at gyms, man. You yeah. don't want to go train over at somebody's gym. I mean, obviously, there's yeah. other variables, but even after you fight somebody, sometimes it's like, man, I still don't want to go to that gym. Yeah. You know, I know that feeling. It is weird. It's a very selfish sport, but yet it's in a weird way. It's team oriented in that the team is helping you. So that translates right into the fight as far as the organiza- organizations that you're fighting for. You know, it's like, all right, I want to make as much money as I can. I want to fight maybe the best people in the world. 
everybody in my weight class. It's all about me, 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 me. Yeah. As opposed to coming together. All right, guys, what can we do to make it to where we are set up better to make more money? Yeah. You see a handful of fighters come together, like doing that fighter union uh, stuff, but it kind of like fizzled out. You don't For hear now. you don't hear anything of it right now. It'll bounce up again. No, oh, I think I so. Hope, I hope so. Yeah, Mark Hunt on it, bro. Mark Hunt says. Yeah, he says absolutely. Like he's still in a lawsuit right. with the UFC, isn't he? I believe. Something like I think. That. If I'm not mistaken, it got drop a repick back up or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know the first no. one he either lost or it got dropped or something. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but he ain't gonna stop. No. He ain't going to stop. Mark Hunt no. is going to be on it. So as long as he can rally yeah. people together, man, I'm for it. Even if, I mean, even if it's done after you know, I decide I'm done. Like, get fighters paid. Man. No, I mean, dog, man. <clears throat> even at the highest level of the sport, like, they're not they're making not shit. Paid. They're making like $5 million. They're not getting paid, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bullshit. Like, I can't remember the cuts. What was the cuts for? Like, NBA got their... I think NBA and NFL got their like full, I can't remember what it's called, collective bargaining, whatever it is. Everything got set, like not, it gets re-upped, but like I'm pretty sure NBA was like 2012, they had a lockout. I don't know, something like that, but there was another lockout, but they have those lockouts all the time because the players need more money. NHL had one while I was in middle school. Yeah. I remember that one. It went. I don't think they had a full season. Yeah, I mean, fuck, they didn't. Want, they want to get paid what they're worth, you know. Yeah, I was listening to an uh, <laughs> interview recently. I forget who it was, and he knows a lot of NBA players uh, that are living paycheck to paycheck. And um, they were talking about how a lot of NBA players aren't getting paid right now because it's something yep. in their clause in their contract with the NBA, yep. where it's not covered by pandemic and they don't have to pay them. I don't think it's fucked. pandemic. I think it's. Virus, virus, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, it, there's like a little fine print. Mm-hmm. If it's a virus, like that's crazy, man. What do yeah. you mean? That's insane. This is not your normal virus situation, like globally. I mean, come on. I don't, I don't know. But, that sucked I mean, though. I would have signed the contract, you know. Yeah, they're not reading all that fine print and shit. You know, they're like you're coming. A lot of those guys are coming from <clears throat> not the most ideal backgrounds. You know, never really had like money and things like that, and then all of a sudden they're presented with an like a lot of fucking money. You know, so yeah. But even at the same time, bro, even if I were to bring like a contract to one of the top lawyers, hand it over and say, "Hey, man, can you look this over for me?" Yeah, he's not gonna look at it and be like, "COVID's gonna happen." You know, no. there's a possibility of COVID. This isn't possible. This yeah, is just, yeah. this is the craziest, weirdest, you know, they're not going to say, oh, it's a virus, man. You can't fucking predict this shit. No. Know? They're going to be like, oh, listen, they're not even going to care about it. The <laughs> top lawyers, but they're going to, if, if, even if they did, they're not going to be like, oh, there's a possibility of a virus. You shouldn't sign this. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you know, like <laughs> who ever thought a, a virus was going to shut chance. down the entire world? Yeah. Like, fuck, bro. This is been wild, man. Like, I'm just watching this unfold on social media. Everybody's just losing their fucking minds, Thank God we don't watch TV, bro. I'm so happy I don't. Imagine if you got your world information from news outlets. Most people do. No. That's what's crazy. 
And but I mean, then social media, we got everybody fucking social media reporters, bro. Wow, hard. They're fucking experts, bro. <laughs> dog, front line fucking social family, justice man. warriors, dog. Some of my family is crazy. They're, I know, man. They're talking about some crazy stuff. Bro. Facebook's nuts. Twitter and Facebook take the cake, man. I mean, if you go into the comment sections on Instagram, you can find it too. But Twitter and it's Facebook. It's not the same there, though. No, Twitter and Facebook is. Twitter's a fucking savage world. Facebook is just people are able to put out, let's say so much. Yeah. Well, Facebook has a, we still have our, there's more generations on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Instagram's not so much. And people don't really care to take pictures of themselves and like no. what they're doing. So, but like Facebook, man, we have every, everybody. I know. Facebook, like, everybody's somehow, on somewhere. Facebook. Somewhere, yeah. The only people that aren't are the, like the generation after us. Yeah. Because they just don't care. They got all these other fucking. Yeah, fucking. TikTok. All using TikTok. <laughs> Not even Snapchat anymore. It's like fucking TikTok. Uh, some Snapchat, but it's TikTok now. He's me. Whatever else comes next. There's always going to be some new fucking social media app to keep us addicted. Yep. But yeah, like, I don't know. I say so much all the time. I'm just... <laughs> My dad, you know, like I said, he sees all these different news outlets and he's in um, Manila. So his apartment in Manila... It's right downtown. Manila's a very, very busy city. And in Asia, he's like right outside the airport. And he's like, yeah, man, flights aren't allowed to go. He's on lockdown. He just, I want to say a week or two ago, he just got a, some kind of permit Mm -hmm. to where he's allowed to leave his house. Only one person in every household is allowed to leave the house. I want to say it's once or twice a week for groceries. He has a fucking permit that was issued to him. Holy shit. I want to say it's physical. It's a physical permit to where he can, you know, flash at the guard and be like, hey, man, you know, I got to go out for groceries. Yeah. But their president is crazy. Our president is crazy, but their their president is crazy, crazy. (laughs) Could you you imagine if they tried to implement that here? People would lose their fucking minds, bro. I would. I would. Can't I, fucking impinge yeah. my freedom. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, they already are. They already are. I know. Are I know. That. People are losing their shit right now, you know? But I mean, no. I'd, I'd go crazy in my my own. As you know, I'd go crazy in my own right, man. I, I can't. I'm I know. I, I've been seeing you, man. You're going stir crazy, dog. <sighs> like, thankfully, you went back to work when you did. Uh-huh. You were getting a little, uh, little fucking, little fucking antsy it. there, buddy. It's me. Like, like, I have to do things. I don't know. Too much ADHD. Like, fucking... Well, you know what's sad about this whole thing, though, man? I'm just seeing it left and right. So many martial arts gyms closing, small businesses yeah, closing. small business. It's brutal, man. It's fucking brutal. Imagine putting your entire life investment, life dream into this business, and then here comes fucking COVID. Like, hey. And the government's like, well, you know. Think about the gyms at... Not even gyms. Think about the businesses. <clears throat> I had gyms on the mind. But think about the businesses who have legitimately taking losses for years and years and people are dumping their own money into it mm-hmm. you know through different loans and all this other stuff they finally hit their first year of profit last year 2019 they're like oh my god like finally we're on the up like and then what four months it started in march three months three yeah. and a half months in they're like hey by the way we might shut everything down you go oh shit and then a month later it's shut down 
fucked, man. And then you lose it. That's crazy to me. I couldn't imagine, bro. There's people who work on that for, you know, a decade even before they make a profit. And then you finally hit that year. Like, oh my God. Everything I worked for is, is finally coming together. And then you lose it right now. And they don't have it right now. It's going to be sick, man. That's just like a sick, like that, you know, that you get that feeling in it's your horrible. stomach, man. Oh, my God. It's terrible to see. Like Gary Tonin, like I was, he had to close his gym, you know? I saw that. And like, that's Which fucking, is crazy. Yeah, you know, and that's just because I think that's like the New York area, yeah. you know, and they're still apparently very strict. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, I'm curious to see how all this is after the fact, you know? Well, they're saying like, we're going to have that whole second round thing. For me, I mean, looking at it from the outside in, it makes economic sense to open things right now. 25% capacity. Yeah. All that. Be a little but preemptive time, to that, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, like, if it's not ready to open, it's not ready to open. So why are yeah. we open? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. from, you know, my own perspective, I guess at the same time, too, like, when like when you're ready to open, you're ready to open it fully. Mm-hmm. If not, don't do it. That's why everybody's going crazy on uh, Michigan's governor. Oh, dog, they're going fucking nuts. What's her name? Oh, uh, Whitmire Gretchen. I don't know her last name, but they call her Stretch Gretchen. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I wonder what they, how they came up with that. Man, there was like some. You didn't read that? No. Bro. Oh, dude, there's like some high school story or something. Oh where God. Some dude. I don't know. A whole bunch of interviews, but yeah, she was called Stretching Gretchen. So that's funny. But uh, they ended up uh, sharing that on Facebook too. Now that I think about it, and that's where I fucking read <laughs> Facebook, bro. But yeah, like, I don't actually, I don't like it. I don't, I never, I mean, my own beliefs, I don't think shit should have closed the way it did. What do I know? I'm just a doctor. Big deal. I know. But um, for her, like, she has the final say, but she's not the one making that call. No. And I think most Democratic states are still pretty shut down. No, I'm not sure. Yeah. The way I've been looking at it, I'm so far out of the loop, bro. I, yeah, I just literally don't pay attention. Well, I, I mean, I have the TVs on behind me at the bar, I get so you. you know, I'm looking, so I peep into it. That's why I say I'm glad we don't watch TV. Yeah, like even at work, my shifts, I'm just looking up, like, what, what? This is so. <laughs> what is going stupid. on right now? <laughs> Where's the sports, man? Oh, but uh, but yeah, like you can't really hate on her for keeping things shut. She's just trying to keep you safe if she thinks. I mean, it's not even just her. It's just, it's a million people saying, hey, listen, we can't open. Yeah. You know, all right, well, we can't open. She just has to be the one that declares it or says it, you know, whatever. But that being said, you know, if they don't feel like the virus is not taken care of, like there's actual a threat, you can't disrespect the fact that, you know, it's shut down, you know, it just is what it is. I just got to deal with it. You know, I mean, they... Or following guidelines that they feel is going to be the keep us the safest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it is a very real fucking threat. It's a virus that can potentially kill you regardless if you're healthy or not. Absolutely. I don't care what light you want to shine on this shit. Yeah. It can make you at least get, at the very least, a uh, fucking pneumonia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, get down to the science of everything and then go from there, you know? But yeah, bro. 
what a weird, just a weird time. No. Because I mean, and I, I want to tell some of them like, Hey man, I, I get it a lot with my dad in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of, you know, what's going on over there. It's different. You know, like, uh, I, I just want to be like, Hey, imagine. listen, maybe Whitmer's Whitmer. That's her name. Yeah. Whitmer. Yeah. So Whitmore, Whitmer, Whitmer. I don't know. Well, we I, got Governor DeSantis I, 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 saying the government. sports rock. The so. fucking government. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it is. I guess we'll find out here in 20 years if there's class action lawsuits. I know. We're about to find out, dog. But fucking Florida's like, fuck it. We're opening. Yeah. Like, shit. Broward. I'm I don't know sure if Miami-Dade's of, opening at the same time. I'm pretty sure they opened Monday. This yeah. past Monday. So I guess about a week ago now. So... But I think when they opened, they went 50%. Because we opened at, what, 25? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure when they opened, they went straight to 50, which is crazy because... They're like, fuck it. Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach... Heavily populated. ...are the mm-hmm. highest yeah, the cases most. in Florida. And we were all like, eh. <laughs> like, fuck it. All right, guys. It's Gather time, around. You know, gather around. Fuck, we'll sprinkle some fucking cocaine and Cuban coffee <laughs> on it. You'll be fine. <laughs> Did they open beaches? Down here? I don't fucking know, dog. I haven't been to the beach since fucking I don't know. <laughs> Yo, beginning of quarantine. Dog, I was, I'm so I was pa- tan. I am not tan. I'm not now. Dog, I'm not even running outside. It's like it it's also rain season now too. So we're Bro, it's been raining every, every day, day, fucking all day for worst. a week. It's so hot. I know. So hot. I wouldn't know I haven't left the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking hermit. Well, even dog. when I work right now, we still have like <laughs> such a high, like I'm sure all restaurants probably across the nation have such a high to go rate right now. Yeah. So they've been using me to like, especially weekends, mm-hmm. to run outside to different cars, run the food. I basically become a fucking food runner. This is the end of it. But, you know, I'm taking payment and all that. But they're letting me do it because, you know, I'm the athletic agile one in the fucking restaurant. It's hot, bro. It's been muggy. This, I know. It's the humidity it, from the fucking coming. rain. It's yeah. coming. Like, oh. I forget about these months every year. We need to stock up on our hurricane shit right now. True. We've been fucking up. We need to go fucking 100%. hit the Walmart run, dog. Get our 100%. fucking hurricane of death supplies. Ramen. Dog. We'll <laughs> buy it. You can't even buy ramen right now. No, everybody's Dog, not. it's all gone. I just wanted to go get a fucking <laughs> oh, pack of man. ramen. Your boy wanted some motherfucking beef ramen noodles, you know, and I go there and they're like, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, you ain't got shit coming. It's weird how I want beef ramen, like, here and there. I, I just have random, Specific. not so much chicken. But yeah, chicken's not that good. It I is, have, but it isn't. Yeah, but you just eat it. I don't, I don't know. know. Beef has a very... all ramen, you just kind of eat like, particular flavor eat it fucking eat it fine what i don't like is the fucking any seafood ramen shrimp is my shit i I see you buy it i have not ate a single one (laughs) ever i didn't eat ramen for years bro like i had it at the house i guess even like when i lived at my mom's before i moved down here for a minute i had it at the house but i just never you just don't eat it. It's just it's there in I case. I don't know what. I for. like ramen. I don't know. When I get sick, I eat chicken ramen though. Yeah, that helps. It's easy. But like me, I'll make ramen. I'll chop up some chives, put the chives in it, cook an egg, bam. Yeah. Fucking gourmet. It's money. I don't know. I just like the flavor. One of my exes was the vegetarian, and she, I, I was like, why don't you just eat ramen? Like, yeah, it's not a big deal if there's nothing in the house. And she's like. I can't eat chicken ramen noodles because there's chicken in there. I was like, oh my God, you can't eat ramen noodles. Like, 
The, like, how is there chicken in there? Bro, the flate, well, the broth. The broth. Okay, so yeah, it's like powdered the chicken seasoning and all that. Okay, then get fucking something else. I was like, you can't eat ramen noodles. Hold on, is never there any non She's never had ramen. Like, well. Is there non meat ramen? I have no idea. All I know is chicken, beef. I know Maruchin and Top Ramen. That's the only ramen I eat. Dog. I don't go eat pho and. No, speaking of pho, I want to Ramen go... restaurants and. Is it pho or pho? Uh uh-uh. Fuck. That's how much I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Um but there's a place in the promenade that I want to go check out. That uh, when Ken was done, we almost went over there. I think it's fuck. We were we ended up eating that. Shit, I can't remember what it's called, but it's across the street from um the wing place. Buffalo Wild Wings in there. I don't know what's across the street. I've never been to anything over there. like Bar Louie. I don't know. But yeah, we just ended up eating there. We had some bomb food, too. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Shit. No, it's going to be nice that restaurants are open because I want to go out and actually eat not in Real my food. house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> dog, if people could see what I've been fucking like preparing, <laughs> dog, you like you would be disappointed. I mean, I've been eating, I've been eating most of our food be honest yeah. i just got out of work right now and when i had to go stop at taco bell and i was like dude i can't eat if i tried to eat fast food right now Dog. my stomach would obliterate so good. i got one of their little power bowls yeah it's like a rice black bean oh they got bowls there yeah they've had them for years what yeah man it's like you can just do like a rice it's like rice black bean lettuce tomatoes i don't know if they put onions in there i mean but you can not, get like a chicken bowl yeah, yeah dude absolutely what the fuck with it because the last time i went to taco bell bro i got like a chalupa box and it just gave me a stomach i'm like i don't even know why i ate this shit like, even smelling it i just i'm like ah no i know i know better i know what you're gonna do to me oh it was not it was not good i know I how i'm gonna feel i didn't enjoy it. it gave me a stomach ache and i wasn't satisfied i'm like why do i do this to myself it's literally drunk food yeah, I was literally thinking that's, that thought that's, as that's you were it. saying that. It's, it's what it's it is. It's for when you're hammered and you just, man, I need something so good. And you're like, Taco Bell. No. Like a dollar taco is like. <laughs> well, the last time we were hammered, I fucking went to McDonald's and we both had like stomach aches or some shit. Yeah, dude, no, I was like, out for like two days. No, that shit fucked me up the next day. I'm like, bro, that wasn't a good ass McDouble. I don't call out of work, man. And I thought about it. I really thought about it. And then I went to, um, I ended up going to work. And even at work, I was like, man, they sent me home. Didn't send me home early, early. Yeah. They sent me home early because I was like, man, dude, I just feel sick. Yeah. That's why I try so hard to avoid eating it like fast food. It's just never really the good. Yeah. Like, like maybe if you're really hungry. Yeah. But. I don't know. I can't. I don't really crave fast food. I used to. I used oh, yeah. to. Even at, And you know what? In training. Like deep in camp, I absolutely. Oh, that's do. Di- that's a different animal. <clears throat> like I want some. You're a different person at that point. I want like, a goddamn McDouble. It doesn't even matter. Just something like McChickens. I crave McChickens a lot. Oh, and I'm like, well, it's chicken, like spicy. So it's like not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of my cousin Josh. And if he hears this, this would be a fucking hilarious. Oh Remember? my god, <laughs> Moon Doggy. Like oh, I think dog. one of Quincy's greatest <laughs> weight cut stories <laughs> is Moon Dog at the bar, bro. <laughs> Yes, that man. that one. He has a yes. lot of lot of it. Yes, the fucking what was it? What did he say? It was, was fried chicken healthy he eating, or whatever. Eat, no, he was, was eating it? um chicken wings. He was, I think he was eating like breaded chicken wings or something. And Q was there. Yeah, Josh still had weight to cut. 
And he looks over at Q and he goes, something along the lines of like, I'm so sick of chicken. <laughs> hey, bro, you're eating fried ass food, dousing it in ranch. Like, like, no, this is not food you eat to cut weight. No, like, what do you mean you're sick of chicken? Most of us had no idea how to fucking cut weight. We, we didn't have any idea how to cut no, weight. No, no, no. I remember fucking we went Corey straight. before one of the fights ate a fucking Burger King chicken sandwich. I'm like, what are you eating? Dude. Like, I gotta corner you here in like an hour. You're gonna die. I mean, we'd always go eat Subway. I know. I was literally about to say, I can't say that shit. That morning, we would go and get fucking <laughs> boxes of Hinkley's donuts. <laughs> How many fights did we eat a whole ass box of donuts? That was the ritual. I know. That was, was like, like, you weigh in. That's like a year straight, bro. You hurt yourself because you ate ice cream yeah. that night. Oh, my God, bro. But here, here's the thing, though. Even now, my, my last weight cut was best. You remember sitting in the sauna with me last weight cut? Yeah. And we went underweight. Mm-hmm. And I was not like, I mean, I was not heavy to start that camp. Yeah. But we cut 25, 30 pounds. We mm-hmm. had to have cut 30, 30-ish. I know, somewhere in that region, yeah. <clears throat> Was the what, first was a two week, uh, two month camp, eight week. Camp? Yes, yeah, maybe a little more even, but yeah. you know, I, I, I've seen for myself even discipline, even if I don't have to cut a lot of weight, ten week camps are like, I don't know what it is for me body timing. I mean, we've had how many camps, but yeah, yeah, it was it's, that's when I peaked the best I think. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Even for that, what were we saying? It was about uh. Fucking um, the drinks here now. Oh, hold on, the, how are you making tequila, me forget? The God damn it! No, we were talking about fucking uh, uh, goddamn weight cuts. Weight cuts. My moon doggy eating chicken. So yeah, and Corey Hardy eating chicken. When you cut that much weight too, yeah. I don't know, dude. It's I felt like a. I feel different but that was my best weight cut was the last one so like yeah that shit could, did come off real easy man we were in the sauna and i was like bro i'm, I'm pretty sure i'm on you were like no man you got one more and we went we ended up yeah. under after that last one but you, we were, anyway. what, you were like 34 or some shit for that weren't you yeah like 34 6 or something yeah, like drinks that. pedialyte on the way to yeah. weigh-ins i mean <laughs> it's better to be under though because you don't know how the fucking scales are gonna i've be. never been under never yeah, i know i, I have st- always weighed Right on. So I remember. I can't believe you fucking made twenty five before. Yeah. yeah. I actually made twenty five. A lot. You know. I made like, twenty five a lot. Not the bullshit twenty five, but actually made twenty five. No, we did. We did a lot. Well, here's the thing, though. I would make weight, and then everybody else was coming in heavy. I know. So then, I mean, Q, Q, Joe, Rob, everybody's like, all right, well, just make it at one thirty. I'm like. Bro, <laughs> I just waited at 126. Yeah. I think the only time I missed weight, still to this day, the only time I missed weight was against Loke. But the only time I missed weight by like real pounds was, uh, it was one of my bro fights. It was for Matt. It was back when they were, um, maybe it was still KOP. Yeah. But anyways, I ended up losing the fight. Like, and I I was so mentally thrown off by like I'm I'm overweight, but yeah, I had that whole extra hour to go. Yeah, we went, came back. I was like, I was with Mo and Chad, 
and they like dragged me in and I stood on the scale and we made it, but I was like right on. I was point one over. I was yeah. literally doing sprints in the in the business. Like couldn't even go outside because it was winter. Yeah. So I'm like doing sprints inside just like, like sweat. Yeah, dude, trying to like shuttle run, like anything I could do. Fuck. It was it was crazy. And I yeah, I lost point one. We made it and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go beat this kid up. After killing yourself. Didn't have it. But no. Whatever. I made weight, so whatever. I only never made weight once, and they registered it as me making weight as an amateur. You were there. Which I, one was that? That was when I fought, or uh, um, I didn't even get the fight, actually. It was that kid that backed out oh, on me. Oh, at the hotel. Yeah, he backed out right before I fought, our fight um, went out. I fought Fidoli, right? Yeah. You know. That was a crazy night for yeah. the whole team. That was a weird-ass fucking night, dog. And who... Whoever would have thought those kids wouldn't have fought. I, I 100% thought I had a tough-ass fight in my hands. But yeah, dog. I, I took those diuretics and shit, that, that cut pack thing that you get from fucking uh, Probably GNC Vitamin World, GNC, whatever yeah. the fuck it was. And dude, I was dehydrated a, a day or two before weigh-ins. Yeah. Like, my chest was cramping up and shit. My arms. I remember that being a crazy cut for us anyway. Yeah, I, I weighed, ended up weighing like 37, 37 and a half. And like... I've never been that bad. My vision, like, I was seeing black and white. I couldn't hear. I couldn't talk. And I swear to God, I tried to tell people that. Like, you don't see color. Well, that was the weirdest. I've never. 25 was. Yeah. It only happened, like, once, but. Twice. Everything was gray. Yeah. It's Everything weird. was fucking gray, man. He's cracking a cold one. All right, babe. It's the claw. Bro. People hate on the fucking claw. That shit is delicious. I mean, listen. I think it was an acquired taste. Because I don't know, I liked it the first time I had a sip. I'm like, ooh, we, we, I think we tried the claws, mango ones. Wherever we were, we were at Ben's thing, I think, or something like that. Yep, we went to Ben's. It was the Jim's birthday or something, some shit like that. I don't remember. I don't know, but those were good. But yeah, yeah, we tried them there. We were like, eh, they're good. But not what I'm drink. I'm gonna drink beer, natty ice. But I've come to realize I would rather drink that because I can drink like if I want to get a buzz, I can drink you know like. Two of those, three of those, and I'll be good. Then, as opposed to Natty Ice, you got to drink like six of them bitches to even feel like they're like four. I think Natty is four and a half. Yeah, I mean, these are so full. You know, the natural light ones though, seltzers. Oh yeah, I them boys are six percent. like, and they taste the best. I think. I know those are those are good. Still kind of sugary, but yeah, like you can almost taste sugar even though there's no sugar. Like you can. Taste I like sugar. the sweetness. I like alcohol with a sweetness to it. I don't like. I shouldn't say I don't like because I'll drink whiskey on the rocks, and I actually, if, as long as it's good whiskey. But I'd rather have like a sweet taste to it. You know. I don't think. I used to, when I used to drink all that rum, like back in like 2014 and shit. I used yeah. to drink all like the Bacardi and the Captain, and like I like that spiced rum. Those still have like a sweetness to them. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not much of a. I don't like rum. I don't like it. I just we're, as a teenager. <laughs> There's been a lot of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, we had a lot of experiences with rum. Remember when Chad died? That was the best. Well, one of the times. He's many of the many times. Yeah. He's died. What do you mean? <laughs> Remember when he died the seventeenth time? That was the first time I witnessed Chad die. And for those that of you listening, he didn't actually die. He just got inebriated. He's like, he's like, our, he's like our South Park Kenny, bro. I know, for real. <laughs> Chad is fucking Kenny from South Park. 
How does he do that? You Keep killed it. Chadwick. You know, you know, you're about to be fucking in a coma, an alcohol and. What's crazy coma. is too. <clears throat> last time Chad and I were back at home together at the same time, I was like, yeah, you know, he did. He's he's off with the military now. Like, yeah. kid drinks. You know, like he's always drinking. He yeah. drinks now. You know. And I remember him telling me like stories, and I'm like, oh man, doesn't sound like you're passing out at fucking yeah. <laughs> 10 p.m. anymore. <laughs> and uh, no, we went up there, and he's like, I watched it happen so gradual but fast. It was like a quick slope. You could see each drink <laughs> take him to a new level. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, well, here we go. But I was like telling everybody, yeah, I mean, we'll just say. And he disappeared by midnight. I think he took off with yeah somebody, whatever. But yeah, you know how Chad gets down. Fucking many a good nights, man. What 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 time are you talking about? The time we left him in the tub at Kzu? Yeah, dog. That was like my first time going out with you guys, like like that, you know. And we fucking, I don't remember. Was that the night that the fucking we were in the middle of that riot and everything, or was that another time? I forget. All that shit blasted. No, you don't remember when that riot shit was happening? Mm -mm. Dog, we were in Kzu and that fucking riot shit was breaking out, man. Like. We weren't like in the center of the riot or anything like that, but like it was going down. All the police and shit were fucking around, and everything it was during Welcome Week. I don't remember, man. Yeah, we were fucked up, bro. <laughs> There's a lot of times though, like yeah, because I know another one. You definitely were with me because my buddy Brian was with me, and he had uh, I don't even know how much it had. Couldn't have been that much weed, but I was drunk, drunk, and I was super yeah. paranoid. And so I remember like running from the cops in of some sort. We didn't do anything, but they were like getting everybody out of the house, whatever. So I remember just being so paranoid, like I'm quote unquote running from the cops. Yeah. And we get back to the car finally and we're missing somebody. And we're like, who the fuck did we lose? <laughs> like, what the hell? And we look and one of our buddies is still back somewhere. And we're like, oh, we got to go find him. And uh, I was so paranoid, bro. I grabbed his weed and threw it under the car. <laughs> like he was so he has never been mad at me. <laughs> he was so mad at me, and it was it was a stupid move looking back. But, yeah, you know I was apparently you're uh, paranoid, dog. We were fucking going down. I was so drunk. You didn't want to get caught by the Jakes. That shit was crazy, bro. I hate running from the fucking cops, man. That's such a scary feeling. Yep. No, like. But then you look back and it's kind of like, but... I'm glad it didn't get caught. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of fun. The adrenaline was there. Bro, last, like, last time I fucking had to do that shit, bro, I was so scared. Like, it was right after I got out, actually. I was being a dumbass when I first got out of prison, bro. I was just being stupid. <laughs> and I fucking hung out, was hanging out with my cousin. And we were driving down Chidock Street, and fucking, he was just pounding in his Ford Explorer, just thumping, speakers just slapping. And there's cops pulling somebody over without their lights and shit on. And we're all drunk as shit. There you are. And we're like, oh, and he floors it, bro. Oh, shit. And my other cousin Adam's with us, and we go into his fucking driveway. And I, I'm fucking like I'm fucked. That's one thing. I'm just I'm fucked. Yeah. Like, why did you do this to yourself, you stupid fuck? <laughs> you know, this is what you know. But they all ran. I'm like, well, I got two options here: either sit here and get caught, or try to get away. And I fucking got away. 
<laughs> we ran out back, bro. I ran through this fence and oh, dived down man. behind a knocked over fridge. We're in the middle of the fucking hood. Yeah. Like the hood, you know, fucking Chidoc and fucking right there by South Jackson and shit. And I've hid behind this refrigerator and they all ran past me. And, bro, like, that's great. And I jumped a bunch of fences, hid behind this garage and this uh, fence and a tree literally all fucking night. This was like in the beginning of fall too, so it was cold as shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got away though. There was they were circling, they were looking, you know. But I remember though after that, like that's when I changed everything. I quit fucking hanging out with everybody. Yeah, like I, you know, I started going to school and everything. But imagine like where I was going with this is imagine like if you got caught. In some of those instances, I doubt your jaw is so fucked, bro. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't even bubble. Oh, yeah, that shit came in. I can see it. <laughs> uh, but just imagine if you got caught in some of those instances, like, what kind of impact that might have had on your life, you know? Yeah. It could have it been pretty significant, you know? I mean, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, in high school, I remember, like, you know, house party gets busted. Everybody gets up. Yeah, you're Everybody's gone. getting MIBs, whatever. Yeah. I never ended up getting caught. I have no idea how in high school I never got caught. That's, That's crazy. I, I, although one time I hid in a fucking swamp for hours. Yeah. I was in like Parma, just fucking Parma. I don't, I don't even know if it was Parma. All I know is it was way out. Yeah. And I was just like in this swamp, no shoes. I lost my brand new Jordans, bro. Like, yeah, but. Been there, man. I'm glad I never got caught. It's good. You know, not to be, and I mean, if I do something wrong, you know, hopefully I, but, you know, a little drinking underage, whatever, you know, that shit. Like, I mean, fucking everybody fucking, uh, when you're a kid, you're going to do shit. You know, you go to house parties, there's police come, everybody takes off. You yeah. know, I mean, that's yeah. not uncommon, you know. And I think that's probably, uh, that's all I've ever ran from, but like. I don't know. It's always been an adrenaline rush. I know. Like, when I lived out in Manchester, the cops would get called all the time because my mom and her, like, boyfriend would be fucking fighting all the time. And the cops would always get fucking called. And I would be like, you know, I was only, like, 15, 14. Like, no, that's shit. I was, like, 13 or 14. We'd be out there drinking and fucking smoking and shit. And the cops would come, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, fuck. And there's there's a gravel pit out behind our house, so we just dip out of the gravel gravel pit. They could never find us back there. I I knew the place like the back of my hand. Right, of course, you know, I'm out in the country, had nothing fucking else to do. And we'd go out there and just hide from them. I'm like, all right, bitches. How far were your neighbors when you lived back there? Okay, so like, we, did you have actual neighbors? Like, mm-hmm. so you were in? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So okay. we it was it was country, but it wasn't like uh, two miles up the road to somebody. We had, you know, like, it was a little bit of a ways up the road on each neighbor. But we stayed in a duplex, so we actually had a neighbor on the other end of the oh, house. Oh, okay. shit. And that dude probably fucking hated us. Did you guys do top-bottom, or did you guys have, like, half-house, half-house? It was, like, half. Like, it was a, we had, like, a full house. A like, shared wall? You know, and it was just a shared wall. Like, gotcha. you could connect the apartments <clears throat> to the laundry room, you know. And uh, it was wild. Like, I know he was probably like, I don't know. These goddamn kids. <laughs> Fucking, we were some assholes, dude. I was an absolute asshole back then. I didn't know no better, but I was an asshole. And my fucking mom and her husband at the time were in, in the most toxic fucking relationship ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, 
I feel sorry for that guy. That's interesting. Yeah. So, good times, man. Gravel pit. So was it like a quarry? Like, like a full... <laughs> it wasn't like a full-on quarry, but they would go there like how to did get... you know that place? Like when you say, I knew that place, was it like... I just hung out there all past? the time. Was there different levels? No, no. So the way that it was set up, <clears throat> it, was, it was not a big like gravel pit. It was a very small gravel pit. They just would go there to get... Yeah, just a little bit of gravel here and there, but it had big mounds and big fields, and it was all farmlands. But it was literally our property was separated by a fence, and then the other side of that fence began the gravel pit. You know, so I just spent a lot of time back there during the day. I would just be in the woods all day and shit. You know, I would like go hunt with my little pellet gun. Crazy is that nowadays? I know, right? Bro, people don't understand. Like when I was a kid, dog, legitimately, I wouldn't wear shoes. I'd just be in the woods like a little savage. Yeah, I wore shoes. Cause I stepped on a bee when I was younger. Oh yeah, and I'm allergic to them. And that, uh, you that got shit fucked up, fucked me up. So I'd wear shoes, but I do understand. Like I'd be out there, no shirt, yeah. cut off jean shorts, <laughs> just being a little savage. I quit wearing shoes because I always lose them in the fucking swamps and shit. Yep, I, they, would, they would just eat your shoe. So I just quit fucking wearing That's them. That's the only time I would take my shoes off. Yeah, like, I was like fuck come it. across like marsh or uh-huh. swamp. You know. Then my dad used to get so mad at me. I'd come home. I'd just be like covered in black muck and shit. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm just out in the woods being a fucking kid. Around, you know, man. you know, shit. I used to go out there making like tree forts because out behind Sun Valley Trailer Park is all oh, those yeah. woods back oh, there. Yeah. I would just go back there. And I'm just... so surprised we never ran into each other. We, I bet we have. I'm sure. I just don't know it. Probably. Or we probably were like trying to fuck with each other and it was one of those moments where, oh, I had somebody fucking with me. Let's just take off. I don't know, whatever. I don't fucking know. Got chased by the older kids. This, that's what it was for me. But those, so did you ever go to the woods behind, so at the very end of, I mean, it's all one, but at the very end of Orange, there's a dead end. So Orange touches, what is it, Burger King, I think on one end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Burger King, I don't know what's next to it, but it's Burger King. Um, Burger King on one end, and then the other end, it's just a dead end. Yeah. You ever go down there? Mm-mm. So there's like this little field probably, well, probably like 30 yards across. I shouldn't say that. It's probably 20, 25 yards across. Yeah. But it's like 50, 60 yards long, and it was like the perfect spot for us to go play football and like field games because it was long, narrow. You know, you don't have an 11-11 football squad in the the neighborhood. We did, but like not when we So we used to go down there all the time, but those woods down there, man, we had like, it goes immediate hill into these woods and then we find all kinds of old stuff we found like car hoods and mm-hmm. just you know whatever you find just random shit all yeah. kinds of shit all that shit's crazy so but we had years and years worth of just stuff all the neighborhood kids would pile up on this one area <laughs> and we called it the ditch the ditch and uh yeah there was like forts and then the fort would fucking fall down or whatever one storm would come through and ruin <laughs> That fort. So then we just like started a new one and we just kept like recycling all this stuff. And there's so much stuff down there. Next time I'm home, I want to go down there. But yeah. Yeah. That's, I was wondering. that's cool to go back to all that stuff. You get the little nostalgia from the familiarity yeah. of like the, the, the woods and the environment, you know? You can never explain it to people too. Mm-mm. I always watch like all these old documentaries of like athletes and like Emmett Smith. Yeah. I've just watched a little one day and he like, Goes back home. He's like, "Yep, this is exactly where so and so would do this." And that was an important part 
for you to live that long, go through all the things you've done, you're one of the greatest football players of all time, and you remember this kid, this neighborhood kid's name in mm-hmm. some stupid little story, like that had an impact on you. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy, yeah. but no one will ever understand when you try to explain it to other no. people. Oh, you know, like remember the big blue factory that overlooked oh, Sun yeah. Valley? So I would go up there all the time and like in the woods that surrounded that and it's the same kind of thing. There was just random shit there all the time. I would go there and dig up old antique uh, antique bottles because I think at one point in time people used to dump their garbage and shit up there. 100%. Like back in the day. There's all like, kinds of garbage back there. Yeah. In so, ours too. Like uh, that same area. Yeah, you know. So I'd find these little <clears> colorful <throat> bottles I'd always collect and they were like little mini bottles just curious little things. I, I thought they were the coolest shit ever. <laughs> You know, like you had your own collection. Yeah, you know, all these little cool bottles and shit. You know? Trash. And then they're the old Pepsi cans, old Coca Cola yeah. bottles. And There's all a lot of shit. glass up yeah. there that we'd always find. You know, dug real deep. Storms would bring it out because all that mm-hmm. moisture in the ground and stuff. You could finally pull them out. You know, so. But all right, dog. I think we're gonna wrap this up, man. Shit, we we just put in almost an hour twenty. You know, that went quick. Yeah, man. I mean. It's easy. Real fast. It's easy for us to shoot the shit, though. Yeah. You know? Fuck. But we'll definitely have to do this again sometime. Let's do it. I appreciate you yes, coming in kicking it with uh, kicking it with me on the podcast, fun, finally. Bro. Here, I'm taking a, taking a selfie, so... Let's do it. You can put it as the podcast picture or whatever you want to do or never show it ever again, but... I don't care. I'm taking it. Cause you got the neon now, bro. I know we, we got the neon official. You got the boom mic, the Mac. You're gonna look back on this picture <laughs> and be like, "What? This is where it all started." <laughs> How do I do? It? Oh shit! All right, you ready? Oh, I got it. Undo tray. There you go. All right, that's what's up, man. That's for the peeps. All right, brother. All right, man. Thank A you. Pleasure as always. Of course, I'll see you in like five minutes when I know crawl out of the room. But. I know, you know how it goes. <laughs> All right, dog. All right, homie.